Welcome to Saturday Morning Chats, hosted by author, life coach, and mystic, Tanya Lampley, where you will hear inspiring views, hot topics, and a bevy of information intended to help you make your life over. Hi friends, and welcome to my channel, a place where I blend the practical and the spiritual so that you can create a life that you love. And today I'm going to be talking about what happened on Sunday at the Oscars, the slap that was heard around the world. And hmm. let me start by saying being a human being is hard. And so as I go through some of these principles, I don't want to project the image that this is um, a recording that is about judgment because it's not. I appreciate the example that uh, Will Smith has offered forth for us so that we can see that and we can grow and learn from it. I always say that through the stories of others, we learn about ourselves and we are empowered to make a better choice when we are faced with the same situation. So let me right off the bat say, I am extending love and grace to Will Smith and to Chris Rock and to Jada Pinkett Smith and to the children and to the witnesses of it uh, on down to all of humanity because I think that we were all kind of shaped in some way by that act. But I'm going to give Will Smith room to be human. He made a mistake. He made a very big mistake and he made a very public mistake and so I'm going to talk a little bit about that and see if I can offer you a little bit of perspective uh, something that you can take away from his very public foible um, and again I'm going to say it one more time not judging him at all so let's start by saying I was disappointed um, for him. I was disappointed for all the people that follow him. He was becoming a leader in the um, personal development category or um, in that interest, I should say. A lot of people were following him that wanted to be about that life, that were interested in personal development and he was coming at it from the spiritual perspective and that's my domain all day long so i was rooting for him um, on the sidelines and cheering him on like okay this is what we need we need more people to get introduced to the spiritual process we need more people to understand that they are more spirit and that they are um more so happening in the unseen than they are in the in the material in the seen uh, realm and so um, he was doing that he uh, one time had a, a, a Hindu kind of guru on his channel he was just very very open to learning about what it means to be a human being and man I was following him along for the ride I was disappointed that all of those people that he had introduced the spiritual process to 
might get a little bit confused when on one hand you're talking about love and working through your drama and rising above dysfunction and then you slap somebody in the face so I was disappointed for that I just felt like man that was a huge step backwards for him and that was a huge step backwards for all of us that are in the thick of it trying to have this conversation and introduce people to the spiritual process and trying them to understand there are higher states of consciousness that are available to all of us and like for me i'm always trying to get people to understand their spiritual nature their entire makeup that we are both um man but we are also spirit and that was a huge step backwards for just that whole process the second thing that came to mind was why do we always resort to violence like of all things you couldn't just exchange words like i don't understand the need for human beings and i'm gonna say it's really really um america's go-to and maybe it's just all the movies that we watched growing up where everybody was always shooting and killing and fighting and so you think about the cowboys and you think about the james bonds you think about all the iconic men that we've seen throughout history they were fighters they were brawlers they were duking it out with aliens and punching and all of that and maybe that has just become a fabric of our psyche but we always resort to violence and so i was very disappointed very disappointed that you would whoo proclaim to be a follower of the enlightened path and then strike a man now saying that as i said this is not a judgment being a human being is hard and so i'm gonna give will smith all the grace in the world um he made a mistake and it's okay he's a human being none of us are perfect i have done things that i'm not proud of i've had exchanges and altercations with people they may not have been physical but um i can be a little fly with my mouth and i can get a little salty real quick and it's something that i've been kind of evolving away from but i've done it in my past and so i can't sit here and point a finger and say he's a horrible human being because he did that it really does just make him a human being and i would love to see us get to a place where we can move beyond violence to solve issues it is the root of war it is the root of abuse it is um harming children we just we just need to get beyond that and so that um that was a little bit of a disappointment for me actually it was a big disappointment for me i found myself just kind of moving through the house and i kept coming back to it like will smith oh my gosh i'm such a huge fan just like what happened in that moment and so i'm gonna also go ahead and say that the spiritual process is really about transcendence of our own personal ego and when you're working that process and the further along you go the higher states that you achieve with that process you are supposed to be getting to a state where things like words or what other people say about you or about your family members 
they don't hurt you or they don't trigger you in that way. And, you know, I'm not going to just let Chris Rock off the hook. I, it's a complicated issue. And I think that as a society, we're really going to have to get to a place where we start having that conversation. Comedians have been a part of our history. Do we want to continue with that as we move towards accepting diversity and um, equality for women and other races and other cultures and for people with disabilities? You know, that is a, a, that is like a realm where comedians kind of played in. Like they always made fun and poked fun of that aspect to our human experience. And so now we have to ask ourselves, who do we want to be? You know, do we still want to give them license to go into those spaces because they make us laugh? And because com comedy is important to society. We need the levity. But do we need it in that form? Can we be entertained in other world, in other ways? Can a comedian go on stage and make jokes about other things that don't disparage people in groups and will we still find that funny? It's a conversation we're going to have to start having. Dave Chappelle just got into a little bit of hot water with the LBGT community because he was making jokes. And I don't think he meant any harm. Just like I don't think Chris Rock meant any harm by it. I think he just thought, I'm in the moment. I'm a comedian. What I do is make people laugh, oftentimes at the expense of other people in groups. And I'm just going to shoot my shot right now and see how it lands and hope for the best. And it really just invoked chaos what it really did more importantly is kind of showed us who we were as human beings and it brought us back to this important question do we still want comedians to make fun of people in groups for the sake of a laugh and that is a heavy question if you go back through my podcast episodes I did um, one titled Comedians Something in Truth, A Razor's Edge, in which I talked about this very thing. We're going to have to face it sooner or later. So I just wanted to add that uh, little piece to there that I'm not saying that he didn't do anything wrong. I'm not really saying that he did. But I'm saying that it's a question that um, we're going to have to answer for ourselves. If you want my opinion personally, I think that things like that should be off limits. Um, because you don't know what a person is going through. If someone has lost their hair, I think he thought maybe it was more of an empowerment move. And G.I. Jane was empowered. I personally thought G.I. Jane with that bald head, Demi Moore, was absolutely gorgeous like I just thought the whole thing was fly I tend to be a person that um, kind of tends towards those kind of um, badass chicks if you will and so I don't know if Chris Rock kind of thought that the joke was actually paying a compliment who knows I mean you just really don't know a person's mindset but if you're asking me personally we need to be kind and we need to leave those kinds of things alone and find other ways to make people to make people laugh but you know full transparency 
I would be dishonest if I didn't say that I enjoyed a good comedian and that I have laughed at things that really were horrible <laughs> that I probably shouldn't have laughed but for the sake of it being comedy it kind of shifts your mentality if someone were to yell some of those things out to a stranger in a store none of us would think it was funny you know we'd be attacking that person or telling him to stop it but there's something about being on stage and having a mic that shifts our mentality a little bit and so um, yeah, that's my take on that particular piece of it. But here's the biggest piece that I want to talk about today. And that is the issue of karma. And I've done a podcast or two or three or four on karma. That's a very big deal. That is a law that as human beings, we are all subject to. Uh, the Hindu traditions, they refer to it as karma, Christian uh, disciplines, which I am, call it the law of sowing and reaping. Um, more scientific uh, people will refer to it as the law of reciprocity, um, law of opposites. I mean, you call it what you want, but it, 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 it yeah. We live in a world where what you put out, you're going to get back, period. And so I shouldn't really say the law of opposites. The law of opposites is actually slightly different. And I'll talk about that another time. I'll go into all the laws. But um, basically, whether you call it karma, whether you call it the law of sowing and reaping, what it is is that what you put out, you're going to get back, period, end of story. So what you sow, you're going to reap. You've heard that before. Um if you're putting out negativity, eventually you don't have to pay the piper. And so I thought about the situation that Will Smith had with Aunt Viv from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, his on uh, show Mother. And I don't know if you saw it, but a little while ago, he had a public um, meeting with her in which he apologized for the way he had treated her in the past. Now, over the years, she had been coming forward and saying, He's not the man you think that he is. He's actually a horrible human being. He was awful to me on set. He basically ruined my career, told everyone that I was difficult to work with and I never worked. So she said for like 30 years, all this time, she couldn't get a job because of what Will Smith had done to her in Hollywood. That's heavy. And he admitted it. So I'm not saying anything that's not true. He admitted that he had been less than gracious to her and he called a big meeting and there was cameras and they recorded it and they basically reconciled and he said he was sorry to her. And as soon as the slap happened and I saw what was transpiring, I thought, mm, I wonder, Mr. Smith, if this is the law of karma coming back to haunt you. In other words, you were intentionally cruel to another human being and you're gonna have to pay the price for that. Um, I always say, you know, just to avoid bumping up against things like this, just always be nice, just always be kind. And then you don't have to worry about this kind of thing catching up to you because uh, when you do that, 
I always say there's a karmic tale. And so you do something now, you think you got away with it, but down the road, it could be years down the road, it's going to circle back. What you sow, you will reap. And it behooves us to always sow good things, plant positivity, kindness, be good to people, edify people. And you have the the, the, the power to do it, bless someone instead of taking away from them. And I see people now, and we kind of celebrate it, unfortunately, in our culture. Blah, with the mouth, and with the cussing, and with the this, and the defaming, and the blah, da, da. like we think, oh, she told him. Let me tell you something. Yes, yeah, she did, but she's not going to get away with that. And so we need to get away from that mentality. It's so eh, gross to think that we would celebrate somebody um, coming down of a rating or dishonoring another human being. I mean, yeah, no, we need to move beyond that. So I wondered if this was that. I wonder if this was Will Smith now having to pay for what he did, because if you look at it, the similarities are there, right? He um, caused public shame and ridicule to Aunt Viv. I don't know her real name. It'll probably come to me um, in a second. But he caused public shame to her. And now he's looking at a situation where he is experiencing public shame. He caused her to lose work. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's just a matter of time before these networks and all these projects and stuff that he's been working on, they're going to start pulling out. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Peacock. I hope he keeps that. But if he loses that Oscar, I wouldn't be surprised if little by little, we start to see more and more people divest from him. We saw a similar situation with Tiger Woods and that it took a couple of weeks. I think sometimes people are waiting for the first courageous one to make the move. And if he is unfortunate and someone does make the move, we're probably going to see others follow. And I don't want that for him but it's not up to me you know that is a law and it is beyond oftentimes our human un human understanding in this totality so i just say stay away from it you don't have to bump up against the law of karma if you're always doing the right thing and here's another way to um, keep yourself from bumping up against the law of karma always stay present always stay present and rooted in the current moment having that sense of awareness bringing your mind back to the moment even if it wanders even if it pops even if it gets carried away even if it may get angry or attempt to get angry bring it right back and so this takes discipline and it takes a lot of mind control and we're going to talk about a whole lot of that kind of stuff on this YouTube channel so that you can get to a place where you're moving through life and you're not being victimized by your own psyche or by your own mental processes. So had he just, who Jesus, had he just found, <coughs> excuse me, the wherewithal to make, stay present or even just come back to the present moment? He took about 20 steps to get up to Chris Rock. At some point during that time, he should have came back, right? 
And maybe when he got up there, he would have just taken the microphone and say, hey, my wife has a medical condition. Please don't make fun of her. And then maybe he could have just been perceived as a hero for the night and everybody just went on. And so when you find yourself in those situations, if you have disciplined your mind, if you have a sense of mind control, if you can always practice presence, and I did a YouTube a video about that. I think I've been referring to these as podcasts, but some of them are on Spotify, some of them are on YouTube. Catch them wherever you can catch them. But I did do a video um, talk about the power of practicing presence and how it can reduce stress and anxiety and now how it can keep you out of situations like this where you just fly off the handle and you do something that you're going to be filled with regret over so practice presence practice kindness be aware of karma be aware of the law what you put out you're going to get back it may take some time you may have even forgotten what you've done is going to come back to you and so if you're putting out good then you're going to get back good and so i wondered if this was mr smith bumping up against the law of karma karma for what he did to his television um mother aunt viv if you know the story of um the fresh prince of bel-air he left his real family and then he was raised by his aunt so i'm calling her a tv mom um, but she was actually his aunt viv now he's looking at a similar situation you know public ridicule public disgrace everybody talking about you possibly even losing money over this um whew, jesus i just thought we have no idea The totality of the human experience we think that it's just flesh blood and bone and it's just going in the grocery store and it's just packing diaper bags and it's just you know arguing with the husbands and all that but there's a whole big life beyond the human experience um, consciousness what's happening in the unseen what's happening in the afterlife all of those things are very, very relevant and a part of how we show up every day. And the majority of us give zero thought to that. And so that is why I'm here. To try to bring spirituality down to a practical level, down to a way that makes it very understandable. And so when this happened i thought this is a great example to demonstrate the law of karma and that what you put out you're gonna get back what you sow you're gonna reap and so i hate that for him and i'm wishing him all the best i wish him some great um, lessons from this and that he will make amends to everyone and that he will um, be able to you know regain just his legacy his legacy is incredible um i hate to see this happen to him and so i'm wishing him all the best i'm rooting for him i'm rooting for him as a spiritual teacher because he has so many followers that were interested in what he was saying um i hope he will be able to speak to them and say hey i messed up 
and don't let this happen to you. And one more thing before I close here, so much and so many levels to this, but one of the ways to actually deal with karma, deal with karma that you've created. And again, go back and listen to those uh, podcasts or videos. The process of asking for forgiveness and repentance, I'm not going to say it can mitigate completely your karma, but I really do believe that it can soften the blow. We are here to learn lessons. And so if you've treated someone poorly in the past, but you are genuinely sorry for what you've done and you genuinely see how you've hurt that person and you've made the decision that you don't want to be that person anymore, then I believe that there is a softening of the blow of karma because you learned the lesson. And that's kind of really what karma is about. It really is about sowing and reaping, but it really is about lessons. The whole human experience is about us moving up the evolutionary scale and becoming more than we were and becoming more loving and becoming kinder and becoming wiser. And so I believe that if you can get the lesson before the strike, you're going to be much better off than if you just move through the world and you're harming people and you're not giving any kind of thought about it. I think that karmic blow is going to come with a major force depending upon how horrible you've been to people and how you've shown up in the world. Um, but I think that if he is truly repentant or I think if a person is truly repentant, you do soften that karmic blow. And we see that in religious tradition. They tell us of the power of going to the cross or asking for forgiveness. And that's not just some rote thing. That is saying, I see who I was and I'm ashamed of that and I no longer want any part of that and that's in the past, that's the old me and I won't go back there. And I think that once you do that, that you um, lessen or mitigate the effect of karma on your life experience. And whoo, yeah. We all want that. So that's my take on, wow. My mind is still blown. I've been, I've been alive for a, a while. And this one, this one really rattled my cage a little bit. Just what happened, you know? I think he just... He just got caught up and whew, I know I said I was going to close, <laughs> but this just popped into my mind. So I'm going to share it to you. It could have been even a situation that he's been in therapy and those therapists have been taking him back to his childhood. I know he's spoken about it in his book, which I didn't read. I've only seen excerpts of it where he talks about how powerless he felt when his mother was being attacked by his father. He's been in therapy. Therapy always takes you back to those moments. It could have been a situation where he just got triggered. Um, and when Chris Rock said something about his wife, all of a sudden you remember that feeling of helplessness that you had 
when you were a child and you couldn't do anything against your father. But now you're a grown man and you have some sense of power and you can act. And so I even wonder if it was a situation like that. We may never know until he comes forward and talks about it and he's a private guy. And um, he in the past hasn't been one for sharing a lot of his personal life. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we're watching the growth and evolution of a human being is what we're all supposed to be doing. He just happens to be doing it in public. And boy, the Smiths have been up and down and just all kind of through a lot of the um, drama and the saga that human beings go through. And they've done a lot of that, you know, publicly. And maybe he'll talk, maybe he won't. It's really none of our business. I mean, we can look at it and just learn the lesson from it, but we just gotta, we just gotta go on and just say, you know what, bless him, that happened to him. Let me learn the lesson if I can learn it from him. I don't want that to happen to me. I'm gonna show up as being kind all the time. I'm gonna um, be repentant and ask for forgiveness genuinely when I am not kind. I'm gonna change who I am and move away from that immediately. And I'm gonna discover the spiritual path and be more loving and be more kind. Um, that's our takeaway from all of this. I'm gonna learn to practice presence. I'm gonna learn some mind control and I'm gonna transcend my ego so that I show up in the world as my highest and best self. And so when people see me, they don't see that. They see something completely different. They see goodness and um, power, uh, quiet power, wisdom, and they wanna follow that. Like they want a peace and a part of that. That's my highest and sincerest wish for you and for myself. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. It means so much to me that you would take time out of your busy day to join me on this podcast. And I hope you find the information here inspiring. Do me a favor. Visit my website at www.tanyalampley.com and get connected to me there. There's a newsletter where you can sign up for information about some of the things that I have coming down the pike. I have a book that is in the works and just some really good things that I am eager to get out into the marketplace that will inspire people to live their lives to the complete fullest and there's links there for my twitter my facebook page and if you would share it i want to reach as many people as possible we just aren't doing enough we just aren't being intentional about building lives that are satisfactory and i really want to be a catalyst for that level of change so I hope you consider passing it along and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing.